hundred, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Immediate hope phase. One of them got me, mm -hmm. yep. so I got to get at least five of y'all. Philosophical from the Last Rap Podcast. And I'm the co-host, Jay Echo. What's good? All right, so today, pretty much, uh, this is our super show. Uh, this is how we first met Shatoria. Um, we got Mr. Ace Kennedy. We got Ms. Deidre Wilson. And we got the great Winfred Burns here. Uh, pretty much today, we're going to do something a little different today. Uh, we're going to be speaking about forgiveness after a breakup. And then kind of towards the end, we're going to take questions from the audience. Right, on uh, any questions you may have, um, whether it may be who we are, whatever. Uh, if you wanna ask a question to specifically to someone, that's fine too. Um, so we're, we're gonna go ahead, uh, I'm gonna give a little intro, a couple second intro. Let's Rock Podcast, if you guys don't know, never heard of us. Um, so of course, it's hosted by me and Jay Echo. Um, we're everywhere on Let's Rock Podcast, make sure you guys follow us. It's a super show, we try to get these out. It's pretty much a live panel that we're doing here. If you want to be a guest, let us know. Um, we're open guests. Um, so today we're going to start off with forgiveness after a breakup. Uh, so we're going to start with the illustrious Toria. Uh, we thank her for allowing us to have this opportunity on her panel. So we're going to talk about pretty much um, how has forgiveness differ from a breakup that you did not give to now? How have you learned? What have you learned? Um, you being married. Um, so let, let's talk about it. Let's, let's get it out there. Uh, how has it differed from after a breakup to now? Whatever you learned. Oh, God. <laughs> so I didn't know forgiveness in my early stages in life. So I just didn't. But the breakup happened that I didn't cause. I was hurt. I was mad. But God had it then to where I was able to forgive people and didn't realize I was. He was already setting me up. So me forgiving people, I've always just walked in love. Even if you hurt me, it was, I'm not saying I want that, but I still walked in love with you. Um, now, nowadays, any type of breakup, relationship as friendships and everything, I have done that with a no kidding, I love you, I'm gonna let it be, and I'm gonna let it do what it do, and I'm gonna let God handle it. I have no hard feelings, no anything. And that's how I approach any relationship now. And it's intentional compared to back then. Now I do everything intentionally. You know what, you hurt me, that's okay. Or, I mean, shoot, people has dumped me even in friendship, and I don't even know why. And you know what, it's okay. It's, it's all right, because you can't keep giving out yourself, and you're not being filled. And if I give you the opportunity to tell me why I wronged you and you can't, 
I'm gonna love you and walk in love with you anyway, and I'm still gonna want the best for you. Ah, that's a good point. I, I feel like, you know, for me. Let's talk about it from kind of a male perspective. Yeah, the fact that we're through over there just doing <laughs> his whole issue right now. I think for me, um, you know, with, with what I'll even include, you know, in personal life for me is that I looked at relationships, dating, um, even before, I kind of was very lenient and very forgiving towards people towards women but after they hurt me I took that into my next experience with, with dating with relationships to where it's like anything you say anything you do that reminds me of what someone else did before I'm out because I ain't got time I ain't got time but I will say um, now being married and understanding the type of person I'm with and the type of person she understands I am I had to learn very quickly that I can't hold grudges. You know what I mean? I, I, you know what I mean? She can probably tell you today, like, man, um, I hold a lot of mental notes. And as far as like, all right, I'm just waiting for her to do something that'll just be like, all right, what you doing? You know, it reminds me. You know what I mean? So I, I had to learn that forgiveness quick. You know what I mean? It ain't, it ain't her. It's just my way of thinking towards. Man, you know, something's the hurricane is coming. When is it coming? But it, it, it brings a lot of trauma. So, within that, um, so let, let's start with Mr. Ace Kennedy, man. Same, same question for you. Well, I, I think a lot of it, it is difficult sometimes to not let what happened in a previous relationship affect your new relationship because yeah. of the fact, you know, people look for red flags or yellow flags, yeah. right? And so, like you were just saying. Oh, this is reminding me of what happened before. So I might as well go ahead and nip it in the bud now because I know where this is going to lead. But every person is different. And the thing is, is that sometimes it's not even about going through, when we go through the same things, it's a different way to handle yeah. that situation. You know what I'm saying? Because all the, the experience that you had from the previous relationship can now be used to handle that situation differently. Mm -hmm. I agree. I agree. Uh, it is a learning process. You know, you got to learn yourself, and also begin to learn the person you're with, or potentially the person you're with. How are you going to handle that? Go ahead, Deidre. It sounds like you got, you got something. <laughs> Issue. Um, I, I'm gonna keep it straight up 100, right? Okay. And very, very transparent. Very transparent person. I'm going to say, um, in the beginning, it absolutely destroyed me because I was destroying other people. Um, as the new this new scene saying, straight up savage, okay? Because um, in the beginning, um, I was holding all that baggage of saying, this person hurt me, this person did this to me, so guess what, I'm gonna do it back. I'm, I'm just gonna be honest. I was just like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it back. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get back uh, what, was, what was stolen. Right, per se, what was stolen. And so I began to realize that I ain't hurt nobody but myself, right? Um, I'm destroying myself, not while I'm destroying other people, but I'm really hurting myself because I'm becoming that person that I never thought I would become. And this is hindsight, like looking back, you know, like, dang, that was, I was horrible. You know what I mean? And I'm just going to call it what it is because some women will not say that, right? 
We will not say that we were that we were um, great um, significant others. You know what I'm saying? I said I had moments. I was horrible. I was a horrible significant other, right? When I got married, I had a different perspective on it. But boy, when stuff started happening, I'm I'm not the, I'm just keeping I'm yeah. keeping it honest. Yeah. When things start happening, I said, Oh, we do that now. We gonna do that. We gonna do that in this. Okay, I can show you better. I can tell you. And you begin to be that person. Like mm -hmm. you don't identify with. When I looked in the mirror, I promise you. I couldn't identify with myself yeah. because that's not what my mother raised. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That's not that. When they say when you look in somebody, you can see their soul. Oh, you see mine. It was raging. It was raging because I had so much hurt, so much trauma in my life and how I grew up, and, and I was carrying it, and I took it in that marriage, right? Thinking, I'm thinking I wouldn't be renewed. It's like, no, I think I got this. Okay. I didn't. I'm going to be honest. I didn't, I didn't have it. And um, now, uh, when I look at it, no, I don't have the same perspective because I began to see, like, I can't do this to people because it's just, it's destroying me. Okay. I'm not, I can't go around telling somebody, bless you, when I'm up here destroying things yeah. Yeah. that God has blessed. Yeah. So... Yeah. At the end of the day, for me, it was, I know better. Mm -hmm. Now I have to, to do better. better. So let me, I'll let Jay kind of respond to that. Uh, so uh, we always say on the show, in order to expect something different, you got to do something different, right? Mm -hmm. So my question to you, it, it brought up a good point that, you know, me and the fellas have kind of spoke about outside mm -hmm. of this is that, do you feel like as a woman in that situation, looking yourself in the mirror, do you feel like you had a feeling of losing your identity? Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. Um, like I said, I didn't even know who I was. Okay. Um, you, you could even say my full name. Basically, Deidre was Dee Dee on steroids. Wow. You know what I mean? I'm just being honest because I, I couldn't identify the woman that I knew I had to become. Okay. You ask me that question now, oh, when I look in that mirror, I know exactly who I am. I can see the reflection, I can see the change. But at the same time, what Shatoria said, you have to go through something to save somebody else. Mm. So through that whole process, I said this when I first got here, I said I wanted to figure out a way to help save marriages, mm -hmm. right? Not saying that I was the cause of my marriage to be a divorced person, but I had some play in that thing. If you want me to be, I had some play in that thing now. So the thing is, it's like, I went through the struggle, but I need to share my testimony because I want to share with women who felt unworthy. We don't get to that. We don't talk about that. When you go into a relationship, you already feel unworthy of what you have, so you act accordingly because you don't know. That's good. Yeah, that's good. You see what I'm saying? When, you're, when, when you've been in a family, and I was just telling them about um, breaking generational curses, when you've been in a family where your mother is not married, your aunties are not married, your grandmother is not married, who do you run to when you have your issues? I mean, I, my mom's a praying mother. God bless her because I would not be here as this person if I did not have her and my grandmother. But there were some things they could not teach me and I had to learn. 
So now that my sisters is married, my cousins are married, I say, don't do that, pray about it. You see what I'm saying? Something I had to learn during my journey. But there's something else that you said though. You said going through stuff is to also to help other people, but going through stuff is also to help yourself. Yes, Because yes. the thing is, is like, like, we, like I was just saying, your experience is not only to, to guard you from some, some hurt, it's also to help you deal with it because you know like oh man i handled it this time mm -hmm. this way this time mm -hmm. let me do it a different way this time because i know the outcome can be different mm -hmm. so yeah helping helping others can also be also to help yourself yes. yeah yeah the original question was how has say the original question again how has forgiveness differed from that breakup to that how has forgiveness differed from that breakup to now so yeah. okay or your level of forgiveness. Yeah. So let me say this. The first the first heartbreak, mm -hmm. my response, we 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 being hunter, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Immediate hope phase. Mm -hmm. oh. She would be a girl, she's a girl, mm -hmm. yeah. Dumped me to date a friend of mine. Mm -hmm. So you got me, so I'm gonna get your, you and your friends. Mm -hmm. And then subsequently after that, mm -hmm. anytime I got into a relationship, mm -hmm. literally within the first month, I would cheat on them mm -hmm. just to make sure that if you hurt me, it's okay because I already hurt you. Mm. And yeah. so it didn't bother me. Speak on it. So I'm good. I'm good. So 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 what winds up happening is almost similar to what you said. Now I go I I will go into relationships with the expectation mm -hmm. that you're going to do something that's gonna hurt me. And because of my personality, mm -hmm. I recognize you know in the fetal position, because that's just my personality, that's just how God created me. Mm -hmm. And so I had to recognize that I couldn't do that because not only was mm -hmm. I hurting what God, I, was I, I hurting somebody else mm -hmm. and not only was I hurting myself, but I was literally killing the person and killing the assignment yes. that yes. God had for me because yes. how can I be somebody who is called to help bring people into purpose yes. if I am robbing you of the virtue that you need to fulfill your purpose? Say it, say And so it. for me, what had to happen was, Come what on. me had to happen, I literally, post divorce, had to go to a two-year period of dating nobody. Mm. Yep, and just really, yep. during that period, mm -hmm. like dating nobody, messing with nobody, no dates with nobody, yep. Yep. no late night rendezvous yep. with nobody, <laughs> yep. no inbox com, you know, nothing for a good two years. Yep. And in that process, mm -hmm. I found out, like I had to go all the way back to that first relationship mm -hmm. and really realize, man, I didn't realize that this thing that happened to me as a teenager mm -hmm. is still affecting me in my 30s. Mm -hmm. And I have to deal with this mm -hmm. and forgive them mm -hmm. and heal them. And then not only did I have to do that for them, I had to then know who I was. That's right. Because now I have to deal with the fact that you really don't think you're worth being loved. 
You don't really think that you're worth somebody being faithful to you. You don't think that you're worth going through the the the, the strain and the heartache and the word the endeavor mm -hmm. of being in a relationship. Mm -hmm. So what you do is you sabotage the relationship. So now you don't ever have to worry about whether or not somebody thinks you're good enough. And oh, by the way, let me go ahead and, and mess up your marriage because now I'm not you literally, but yeah. you know, yeah. 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 let me mess up your marriage. Yeah. Let me mess this up. Let me yeah. do that. Because because it made me feel good to know that your woman won't me. Mm. Yes. And I can have your woman whenever I want. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so I had to heal all of that mm -hmm. and repent for all of that and, and deal with myself for all of that. Yeah. Because now, now because now I recognize, first of all, who I am. And I recognize what my destiny is. Yeah. And I recognize that all of the things that I did to other people, I was really just doing them to myself. Yes. So now in our relationship, yep. when when she, when she does something to hurt my feelings, or when she does something that I can say mm -hmm. that hurt, yes, yes, that hurt really bad. Mm -hmm. Please don't do that again. Yep. And now, and I need you to understand that when you do that, this is how it makes me feel. Right, right. It yes. makes me feel like I am unworthy. Yes. of you. It makes yes. me feel like I'm less than. It makes me feel I'm able to articulate that so she can respond as opposed to saying oh that's how you're going to treat me? We're your best friend. Yeah. <laughs> I, got a, I got a question for everybody then. So uh, how much of a role do you think our inability to articulate how we're actually feeling plays in our ability to oh, yeah. feel Big. 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 Yeah, I was going to, uh, most men have difficulties talking about yeah. most. I know I do. I'm not one of those men. In my marriage, in my marriage, <laughs> you would think that that my wife was the man, and because I, I communicate a mm -hmm. lot, and mm -hmm. she'd be like, nah, yeah. I am on. But, now, when she does want to talk, she can. But I, I think that some men have a problem with with expressing how they feel, and that can cause issues within the relationship. Anytime that you don't know yourself or are unable to communicate, and see, like we have to find ways to communicate. Like for me and my wife, it's easy for us. It's easy for us to text each other because, for one. You don't get to immediately respond. You have to digest what I wrote, and then you can come back and you can read it as many times as you want, and then respond. Because if we just sit up there having a conversation, sometimes yeah, you, you throwing jabs. Yeah. Like we ain't even—it's not even addressing the issue. It's just boom. You know, we we just going back and forth. So you have to find the ways to communicate. I want to kind of respond to that, right? I think a lot of men have difficulty speaking is because, and we spoke about this. Certain men can't speak on it is because we're afraid of the response. We're afraid to feel judged. We're afraid to feel like, man, you ain't supposed to feel this way. You ain't supposed to respond to the way I'm feeling. Yes. What as a maybe as and I'm not saying our significant others, but from the past, right? You're dealing with someone that potentially could have been the way what I say, the way I feel is priority over the way you feel, right? You're not supposed to respond because you're a man. We have been taught to be censored and hold back and not well, say anything. And, and, and that's the stigma of what right. I want to break of. Mm -hmm. 
happy wife, happy life. You better say it. You better say it. You better say it. Happy spouse, happy house. Because what, what, like that, that does suppress what a man wants to say. Or I don't hurt my wife's feelings because then we, you know, ain't no clapping session going on later. Like you know, it's the truth. It's the truth. Whatever you can. of relationship mm -hmm. because we were taught mm -hmm. we were we were uh, socialized that anger meant fights mm -hmm. with our fists mm -hmm. but I can't hit you mm -hmm. so now what do I do with my anger when I'm angry at you if I can't hit you and I don't really know how else I feel and so I can't <laughs> and, 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 but the reality is let's, let's, be, let's keep it and reality is yeah. after so long you don't even want that that's right. that part you gonna get to the point that's, that's, where that's you gonna be like don't yeah. even touch me right. you yeah. can that's sit on the spin on it flip and do reverse and you go nah I'm good yeah. <laughs> Like, how do you feel? Like, I feel melancholy. What's the <laughs> melancholy? <laughs> but that's an actual feeling. 
sadness. I feel sad. I feel hurt. I feel embarrassed. I feel inadequate. These are all words that you will not hear the, the typical man say. And the interesting part is they're actually waiting for us to use those, those that language. Because then if we learn how to express ourselves in the true sense that we feel, then they can respond in the way that they see how we feel, but we too be, we like, I, I don't know, so just leave me alone. <laughs> I was gonna say something um, about the way that you guys communicate. I wanted to say something on the side of the, the woman. Okay, go ahead. We also have to learn how to receive yes. that part, yeah. okay. the communication, because every man is different, right? Mm -hmm. So the thing is for a woman, I know one thing that I used to do, I used to pray and ask God to receive what he's trying to tell me without being offensive. Cause you know, us women be like, what? In a, in a text message. <laughs> and I realized that uh, text messages have tones. To us, text messages have tones. Mm -hmm. You know, to y'all, you're like, that was just a fast message to us. It has a tone to it. So I know now, right? I know now um, dealing with my significant other, it's more like, okay, like he said, take a minute to digest mm -hmm. what I read. Or if we're on the phone and we're talking, I we do, uh, we do this thing where I need a break. So we can digest the conversation. <laughs> so we can digest each other and what we're saying to each other so that we don't miscommunicate. And a lot of times that's exactly what it is. It's not that we don't love each other. It's always that miscommunication on how we're receiving each other when we're speaking or expressing how we feel. What would you say about communication styles and how they play into that that dynamic? Because me Speaking personally, you don't need to. Fall back. I'm a shell. I'm, you know, like if I have an issue with you, I will wait till I have the language because I know my petty is real, <laughs> and I know I hold grudges like like all of you. So if I don't take time to process and I just say the first thing that comes to mind you're gonna be mad at me for a long time. Because my goal at that point is to hurt your feelings. The important thing about taking breaks mm -hmm. is you have to give the person a time frame. Mm -hmm. You can't just say we need a break yes. and then you don't address it the rest of the day and it's yes. on to tomorrow. Yes. Like if you need 24 hours, you need to say, hey, we need 24 hours. Mm -hmm. You need 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. Like what if you, the, the thing is, is that when we're communicating with our significant other, you should be learning them to understand yes. what yes. they need. Yes. Because uh, what my wife tells me all the time is like, look, my anxiety doesn't allow me to do this. So why you might just, I can do things spur a moment, whenever she has to have a plan. Mm -hmm. So even though that's not my thing, I have to be accommodated with, okay, let me try to get her a plan so that she's good. But if you're going to take a break, they, you know, you have to let them know, okay, let's, let's readdress this in an hour. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Something so that they have an expectation of, Making sure that you're not dismissing the issue. Also. Right, right. right. Dismissing, dismissing them. And another good thing to do is to then come back after and says, "Okay, mm -hmm. how did you initially 
interpret what I said. Yeah. That you needed That's a break. Key. That's the key. Yes. How did you interpret that? Because yes. now, like you said, I need to learn you mm -hmm. to wait so that maybe the next time I don't say it the way that I said it, mm -hmm. that causes you to need a break. Because I wasn't even trying to make the, mm -hmm. the that thing part. that we needed a break for. Like, that was just a comment. I was just telling you that my feelings was hurt. Like, I didn't think that was so. So I kind of respond to that. I kind of respond to that. Like, for me, breaks doesn't work for me. Okay. Because it makes me feel like, like, I was telling Ace, I was telling Jay, I told you, like, it's on my mind. Mm -hmm. And like, I, it, yeah. if I don't address it right now, mm -hmm. if we don't talk about it right now, mm -hmm. and like for example, my wife, we, we have gotten to the heated yeah. disagreement. Like right? any, 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 any couple. Yeah, and it's like, you know, and I know she's probably mad at me. She'll, she'll, <laughs> she'll tell me. I know, but her thing is she'll say, leave me alone. Mm -hmm. That to me is a trigger. Yeah. Mm. And it was at first when she did it, it took me as, as if you're leaving. Mm. You know what I mean? You're out. Yep. It's like, you know, leave me alone. Like, all right, you, you, you called the wall for me. And to me, at first, it was like, I didn't know that was her way of saying she needs a break. Time out. Let's speak about it in like an hour. But to me, it was almost like, man, it's an open-ended, it's rejection. rejection. It's rejection, and it, I don't know how to handle that. Mm -hmm. So breaks to me are rejection. Mm -hmm. Let's see, it comes back to this, what you said earlier, what you just said now. And what I said earlier, that's your root. Yeah. And remember the question was, what yeah. is your first hurt? Like you yeah. said, your first hurt. A lot of people don't realize that your first hurt, it flows to where it flows in a relationship because it hasn't been dealt with. Mm -hmm. And because you feel that way because you ain't dealt with past rejection. Mm -hmm. And you push that on, on her end. Now again, it goes back to communication where we have to learn how to talk to where like Ron will tell you outright quick, he don't like the word let's chit chat. So I have learned, I'm real good, but hey, let's chit chat. We need to talk. Everybody, everybody, So now, now when she says it, I, I kind of give you a little petty. Oh. I, I, I kind of get a little, I kind of get a little, <laughs> I kind of, I kind of poke the bear. I'm like, fine, I'll leave you alone. I go upstairs and play my game. I'll leave you alone. And, and I go upstairs and it's like, darn, man, I shouldn't have said that. So I got to go back down and just, nah, I apologize. And that's new territory for me. That's new territory. It's new territory for me because in the back of my mind, I'm like, all right, she don't deserve that. She doesn't deserve me saying that, being petty. But I, I really do it to be facetious and sarcastic to get a reaction out of her. Mm -hmm. So, <laughs> so what she said, let me ask you. What, let me, okay, so let me ask you. What is the deeper reason why you do that? Mm -hmm. I think I, I think I have a reason. So I think the reason you do it is like you said, you you're afraid of rejection. Correct. Right? Right. So you're trying to get a rise out of her yeah. because you're like, <laughs> hey, 
let me know I we're still connected in some yeah. Uh, yeah, that's what it is for Abby. Because, <laughs> because you do the same thing to me in our friendship. Before you, before you, before you reject me, let me let me, me, make let sure. me jab you. Yes. Let me hurt so you can hurt. But I'm like, hurt. And as she said in the panel, she said, I don't even respond to it. And that burns me up even more. That's why she does it. She knows it. It burns you up. It burns And as they said, I'm like, you don't even deserve a response to that. Well, let's take some. Yeah, so let, let's, some let's take some questions here. So I have a question. Okay. Um, when it comes to, you know, the relationships as far as, you know, being hurt, do you all take time to, like uh, Pastor said, take time with yourself? He took about two years not dating anyone, you know, not doing anything, um, so he didn't get back to himself. So do you all take that time before jumping back into a new relationship after you you know, because I know some people, they bring up with one person today, tomorrow they was okay. They don't even have that time to process the relationship. So let me let me first, let me cap, caveat, because I don't want y'all to think, wow, he's so smart. <laughs> the reason I did that was because I had a conversation with my sister, my younger sister, and she we were talking about something, and she said to me, she said, brother, she said, since the age of 13, you have never not had a girlfriend. Wow. Like and I was like, she was just a friend. <laughs> she, right. She's like, you, you either had a girlfriend, mm -hmm. or you had a situation with or you she was like, or she was like, from the age of 13. Now, mind you, I'm 35 when we have this conversation. Yeah. 35, 36, we have this conversation. And I'm like, that's a long time to have somebody. And never, so what is it about me that I don't like being alone? Mm. And so that's why I did that. So it wasn't underneath. <laughs> it was really just that when she asked that question, it threw me. But it was And so, though. no, to be honest, before that, I never would have done that. And I said, I told them this, uh, yes, uh, the other night. Yes. My divorce, well, I got divorced in like February of 2014. I was in my next relationship by the end of February of 2014. But you said something, you said, you know, it was deep because it took your sister to show you, yeah. you know, that. So it was, it, oh, it, it was deep. Well, I'm just saying, I didn't want to be like, you know, I had this moment. It was her. It was her. <laughs> so was and I God gave us people yeah. to yeah. say, hey, this is what it is. You needed someone to show you, That's hey, you know, hey, you're going to keep going this way and you ain't going to be in no better position than what you was True. not too long ago. So you need to figure out what you're going to do or you're going to keep going down that same road. But then when you think about it, we, you know, some of us here, we have kids and we don't want our kids to repeat that part. what we're doing. I mean, let's be honest, you, you're a dad to a son. You got boys. We got girls. I don't want my daughter repeating the things that Shatoria used to do back in the day because I tell people outright, Shatoria was the woman at the well. Yes, that was me. I was that one. Um, as he said, I'm absolutely honest about it. Sex was my weakness. You told me I was beautiful. It was on and popping. That was how it was. It was no relationship, but it was a soul tie that was created. So, you know, we created soul ties that we think are relationships, and it's really not. We created problems. And we started to turn into them things. So it was deep because it took someone to show you 
They gave you a mirror and said, look, look, look at when. Since 13, and like you said, 35, that's that's a long time when we really look at it. And you were like, yeah. So I give you credit for taking that two years because some folks wouldn't have still did it. Some folks wouldn't have been like. So for the people that didn't hear it there, the question was, did you take any time after the breakup, after your relationship? I, I would definitely say, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead, Go ahead. So I'm, I'm sort of the opposite to you guys in that I don't jump into relationships that quickly. Like for me, like, <laughs> um, but like for me, I'm not somebody who jumps into relationships quickly or often. So for me, it's like, all right, the second a relationship ends or anything like that, my first response is, okay, I'm taking time. But that also means that's my default setting. So that also means I'm, I'm not worried about, it's like, oh, okay, I'll just take time and I'll figure it out later, you know? I'm not focusing on how did this end up going bad? What role did I play in it? Any of that sort of stuff. I'm ignoring all of that stuff. And then because I haven't been intentional, when I do end up in another relationship, I'm repeating the same mistakes. Wow. So now I'm trying to be intentional about, okay, yes, I'm taking time, but am I actually focusing on what went wrong in the previous relationship and what role I played in that? Because <coughs> for a very long time, like I said, it's like, oh, it's like when I was going into a relationship, oh, we're just gonna figure it out as it goes along. There's no intention. Or when the relationship ends, it's just, I mean, I guess that's just what it was. It's like, there's no intention. It's not my fault, you know, stuff just happens. So cool, you know, move on and, and, and don't contemplate what are the things, what are the lessons I can take from this about communication, about behavior, about anything that cause you to grow. So I would jump from relationship to relationship, there would be gaps between them and you think, oh, I'm doing good. You know, I've, I've spent a lot of time working on me. So obviously I've grown, you know, but I haven't done the real work that needs to happen for me to grow in a relationship. I think it depends on how the relationship ended as That's far true. as if there's any time to take. True. Because if you, if you weren't the reason or you didn't, there's two people in a relationship, but I'm saying if, if, you had nothing to do with why the relationship was done, then it, you could see why it'd be easier to move forward quicker um, and not have to take that time to like evaluate, well, what happened? Like, you know what happens and, okay, that person wasn't ready for a relationship. I still am and I can move on quickly. So, okay. also, uh, I'm sorry, no, no, please. So, um, <laughs> you know that song, she's a runner, she's a track star. <laughs> <laughs> time I was one of those people I never really wanted to be in relationships I'm just gonna be honest I didn't want them I was look by the time I got married I was on my third engagement okay third I was like Jesus I need to go on do this you know what I mean I need to stop playing and I just need to go and do it not saying that you know later on even after my even after my divorce right 
Um, it's not still somebody out there for me, right? It's just, I'm not rushing yet. And let me tell you, they, my mom was laughing. And I think I even told Shatoya, I got to that desert. And you know how the desert is, right? Everybody want to talk to you. I was running. I, I don't want no relationship. I don't want to talk to nobody. I don't want to deal with anyone. I really want to deal with myself. Because at the end of the day, I had something. It takes two, okay? And I had to reevaluate life and get me together so that I could be a better mother, a better individual, a better woman, and one day a better wife to someone. You see, so that's that's what I did for me. I did take the time in that long 365, that dusty place, right? At the end of the day, yes, I'm in the military, but it was what I needed, and I knew I needed it. So that's why I just up. I literally up said, "Hey, mama." Can you take care of my daughter for a year? And she was like, yes. I need you to go get you together. And that's exactly what I did. I went and I got me together. And I came back as a totally different person, a whole different woman with a different perspective on a mission to get some things together and straight. Just like I told you that day where I was like, I had to talk to the talk to my ex-husband and call him. I was like, just you know I ain't supposed to be calling. I ain't calling that man. I can't stand that man. You know what I mean? But I'm gonna call him. I'm gonna ask him forgiveness like you told me to. And I'm gonna be obedient. And when I did that, I tell you, it changed and everything shifted for my benefit, for my daughter's benefit, and for my peace of mind. I have a question. When it comes to relationships, did we, did we pray before we got into some of these relationships? No. This last one, this last one, go for it. Don't talk about Prius. I know, because you know, you, you, you engaged. Congratulations also. You yeah, engaged. Absolutely. That, that's what I mean in my first marriage. Absolutely. Prayed, fasted, had counseling, <laughs> spoken <laughs> tongues. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And we still got the work. Absolutely. So, yeah. Now, now, something was in between. Yeah. That was the work of the flesh. Now, I couldn't ask that because call it what it is. Call it what it is. sometimes, like, we was having that conversation. We, as women, we do it. We were like, when you see people getting divorced, you were like, did you pray to Jesus? And did he say yes? Because it'd be a difference when we say, we pray to Jesus. But did Jesus tell you yes? And some of us, we're real honest. We'd be like, no, mine was definitely a no. I knew I wasn't supposed to be getting married. I should have just went on to the fourth engagement. <laughs> but I didn't. You know what I mean? So, I, I know I didn't pray, but I, I prayed for my for this, this, this mm. Oh, amazing. And I say that because I those previous relationships, I prayed for God never answered. Mm. Never answered my calls. Mm. And I knew, you know, sometimes you can I know as a man, I know people have different intuitions. It's that when you're in a relationship and you're praying about the same issue over and over and over and over again, and you wake up and you still have the same feeling that nothing's going to change, um, that's when I knew I was just like, this, this, I stayed too late to, to realize that this ain't the one for me. So I'll never forget, um, I prayed to God, um, and I just wrote down everything I needed, and I, I tell my wife this all the time. I brought down everything I needed out of our relationship, next relationship. And I still go back and look at that, what I wrote. None of us said, you know, as a man, none of us said she's gotta look the most beautiful woman in the world. None of us said she's gotta be the best in bed forever. Because at that time, that was the criteria I was going for. Mm. Right? Those were the only two criterias 
that I was going for. But at the end of the day, you know, when I was in those situations dating those women, it was like, man, this is all you have to offer. This oh. is it. This is it. This is, you know, it's like, man. so when I met my wife, it was just so much. I could just check off. Check, 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 check. Did, did we talk about that other day? We were talking about that, talking about our list that we had. Yeah, yeah we did. Yeah. So, uh, and, and women don't realize men have this. But we don't got this. We don't got this. We know y'all got a list. Yeah, we know. And looking at it too, like, yeah. I can do that too. I can do that too. I can do that I got it in my phone right now. Yeah. I'm kidding you not. I got a list in my phone right now yeah. that I wrote back in, I think, 2018 wow. of what I wanted in a man. And it all um, reflects to what God says that I'm supposed to have. Yeah. So I said, well, we're going to wait until we until yeah. we get there. But you said something, though. Mm -hmm. You said it reflects what God says we're supposed to have. That's where this younger generation is confused. Yeah. Because and we was the younger generation and well, like I said, I wanted light, right? You know, military. That's what I wanted. God bless you, with chocolate. I know he did. <laughs> <laughs> he did. He sure did. He did. More than light. <laughs> I don't need nobody in the middle. Nobody in the middle. But I laugh because we tend to forget what God said we're supposed to have. Yeah. One thing I give my daughter credit for, you know, being that she's eight years old, and I, I appreciate my husband for, because he shows her. The type of man she's supposed to have. So even at eight, little boy's like, oh my God, you so cute. And one little boy's like, I want to take you on a date. And she literally said, if you can't take me no one better than Disney World, because my daddy is already taking me there, then you can't do nothing for me. And this is at eight. She did say that. Oh, man. Hey, oh, my God. I didn't have it. So I am blessed that I have a husband because I didn't have a dad who set standards for me. God blessed me with a granddad who set standards. I'm talking about he had three shotguns, three rifles, and you know, made sure people understood this is my baby. She come back not smiling. I promise you that if I need a bike bag, that's how Mr. James Perkins was. However, though, when it comes down to, to my kids, my boy and my girl, I'm adamant. We set standards here. So you go out here on these days, you open up car doors. Yeah. My daughter see her dad opening yeah. up his truck door for me and her, even though he had to go on the other side. Yeah. He opening up doors. Yeah. But I get privileged when she be like, oh, now y'all taking me to Disney World. My baby don't been on cruises. To her, mm -hmm. I'm going to need you to step up to what they doing. Mm -hmm. Because if they can do this, that means you can do this. My mm -hmm. baby already got mm -hmm. flight numbers. You know, she like, she traveling. Mm -hmm. So she's gonna want somebody on that same step. But what I teach her is, baby, you're beautiful, you're intelligent. You know that. And when I say she's beautiful, her daddy reminds her that she's beautiful. Because what I don't want her to do is what I did. A man tells her she's beautiful and, and you automatically open access. Yeah. She's gonna be able to look at it just like she told the little boy, oh, thank you. My daddy says me that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and I love that because I didn't have that. Mm -hmm. So I'm definitely, like we were saying, breaking them generational curses to where. No, no, no. Ain't nobody got to tell you, you beautiful. Go look in that mirror over there, girl. You beautiful, but you got a daddy that's telling you that you're beautiful. And that's how we raise our son to remind him. You treat a woman with respect. Mm -hmm. Period. Mm -hmm. I don't care what her class is, mm -hmm. but you got to pray about it first. And our kids are young. You know, they still, they, they still learn it. Yeah, they can't do this. 
Giving us some to make it us feel like what well, we I gave you some. The father's like, oh, <laughs> man, I did that thing like, so now you should be appreciated. No, there are other things that we need, mm-hmm. and I think first of all we need to be able to articulate that. Mm-hmm. That yeah. I really appreciate it. Don't don't stop doing I'm, the thing. I agree with that. But I need yeah. more. I, that, yeah. I need something different. I need something in addition to sex to feel appreciated because just like you need more than gifts. Or you mm. need more than your part. Like there should be some some a standard yep. of of reciprocity that has because that's the only way our relationship is gonna is gonna be able to be sustained and going to get healthier and it's going to be able to attack some of those roots mm-hmm. root issues and triggers that we have is if I am constantly reminded and shown just like you all want to be constantly reminded and shown that the things that we do on a daily basis are valuable, are necessary, are needed. Tell me how you see me. Mm-hmm. Like I'm a, I'm a words affirmation person, so yeah. tell me how. When I, yo, I ain't gonna lie to you. When I sat down yesterday from talking, I already had a text message. Man, you was up there looking good. recognize I need to say it. Mm-hmm. Hey, you've been slipping lately. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, what's, what's up? And she does me the same way. Hey, yes, hey yes, she told me yes, she told yes. me a couple weeks ago, hey, you ain't been doing such and such. I'm like, oh man, got it. But that's the kind of communication that you have to be able to have with somebody who who you want to have a long-term relationship yeah. with. And you have to have the space to be able to say, first of all, this is my standard and you're not meeting it right now. So I need you to step your game up. Because right now you slipping and, and 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 we can't do that around here. So let me let me respond to that and I'll get to your question in a second. I think we as men, like and me and my wife just had this conversation, right? She she's been asking me for the past two weeks, right? What do you need? And I'm like, I don't know. I'll be like, I don't know, I don't need anything. You you give me everything, you know, I'm I'm good. What can I give you? And it's almost like she tells me, I don't need anything. It's about you right yes, now. Yes. But this is the thing. 
This is the, this is the caveat, and I know the ladies are gonna hate me for this. This is the caveat. She asks me what I need, I tell her, and it's, it's volcano exploding. It's like, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> you don't need that, you tell me. So I, for me, it's like, I'm reaching. So so I'm getting used to love you. I know, right? I love you. I'm sorry. So, you know, it's like I'm very careful. Did we not say that yep. the other day? Ministry. Yeah, this yeah. is ministry Absolutely. for people like me that are single. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, it's yeah. ministry to hear y'all talk about those things yeah. and get the blessing. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm, I'm okay. I'm, I need to think about this next yeah. time. You see what I'm saying? But, so don't be shamed for them stories because yeah. I'm taking me in. You hear me? But see, this is the thing, right? I guess I need to work on my affirmations to let her know you're giving me everything I need. But in the back of my mind, she keeps asking me, what do I need? So I'm just start telling her, all right, PlayStation 5, uh, 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 put gas in my car, you know what I'm saying? Say that though. Say that though. Say that though. It's very hard because it's no, like, as a man, I, as a man, I can go out and get it myself. Let me tell you something. I would not. Ron Christian, what do you want for Christmas? Well, baby, oh I want book, 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 book. Mm -hmm. All right, Jesus, we're going to make it. Because my thing about it is, you got, a lot of you don't ask for much. Not but correct. one of the things that I learned mm -hmm. from my husband is, ask and you shall receive. That's hard. And my, you're going to miss your blessing. That's, that's hard. That's the thing. Because you have to turn a blessing. But my thing is, 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 my, is, 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 is
I got it makes me feel like all right, either rejected. she's rejected or I gotta respond. Makes you feel rejected. Yeah. When she's asking you for what you want and you won't let her get you anything, teach, teach, that's sad. You're, you're making her feel rejected. Come on. That's so you got to what you're doing, what you're doing, because I do this too. Here's the reality is, first of all, even if she is your blessing, part of her is to do. So it's not so much, it's not so much the stuff, it's it's what it is, is you are still protecting yourself from the possibility that maybe she won't do what I'm asking, and so maybe this once again might lead me to rejection. And you might not even recognize it because sometimes when we have gone through rejection and have been rejected so much, we can't articulate what we want because we don't believe that articulating is going to cause somebody to actually do it. So instead of actually saying what we want or what we need, we say, I'm fine. Because typically people who have dealt with a lot of rejection have also learned how to self-regulate themselves. So whatever I need, I'm just gonna figure out how to get it for myself. Because I can't trust nobody else to do for me that I can do for myself. And here's the other thing. And what we do, what we do is we build our we build our self-esteem on our ability to do for them because that makes us feel better. And now I can't reject myself because I recognize I just did something good. It's funny you say that because her response is like, I can't buy you anything. That's her response. Like, I can't buy you anything. Just go out and do it yourself. I can't buy you anything. He won't give me an opportunity. Because I promise you, the more you allow her to Mm-hmm. Exercise her love language. Mm-hmm. It's going to benefit you in your love language. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, and because yeah. the thing is that you you already know that you can get it, but it's something about it when your wife gets it for you yes. because you know that that's what she wanted to do. Mm-hmm. It wasn't an obligation. It wasn't my birthday. It wasn't our anniversary. Right. It's just, baby, I wanted to do right. something nice for you. I know that you probably Working. make more money than me. Whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But let me put some gas in your car, or you know. Hey, here's a, a a PlayStation game card. Like, let her do some stuff for you, Russell. I mean, perfect example for me. Like, uh, he he's been to a couple of my surprise birthday parties where somebody <laughs> just like it was just like, hey, what what you doing uh, this Friday? And me, I also I don't I'm not good at tracking time, so it's just like I ain't doing nothing. It's like, okay, come on, we're going out. All right, cool. I guess you know well, where we going. It's like I, I don't, I'm not sure. We'll just figure something out. Show up to a restaurant that I love, and eight people who I haven't seen in like three months are just sitting there, just like, "Hey, happy birthday! What date is this? Oh, it's my birthday!" She set the whole thing up, planned it out, all of that sort of stuff, and I have no idea how to respond because I'm like. First of all, y'all shouldn't be here. Y'all got other stuff to do. So <laughs> order what you want and go home because, you know, y'all don't need to be here for this. Like, I'm, I'm just, you know, I don't need it. And I have no idea how to respond or process people doing things for me. Like, even my own family, they'll say, hey, what do you what do you want to do for your birthday? My own family, people who have known me all 30 from years ago. <laughs> you know, and, and now they're just, and so they'll be like, hey, uh, do you want to do anything for your birthday? And it's like, no. Nah. And now at this point, my mom will just, it's like we ordered food. Happy birthday. You know, like, that's it. But in relationships, like, it took me a while to realize the reason I do this is because I don't have a baseline for 
it's okay to ask for what you want. Mm -hmm. I personally don't. Mm -hmm. And it's not that my folks didn't told me, oh, don't ask for nothing because we can't get you nothing because I, my family is blessed, mm -hmm. right? We've, we've had, we've always had enough, but I've just never asked for the things I've wanted mm -hmm. because I've never felt like I was good enough to mm -hmm. earn the things I yeah, wanted yeah. or deserve the things mm -hmm. I wanted. Oh, or the man, we have to do something. Exactly. I, I don't want I don't want to owe anybody exactly. for the things that I get. So I used to think it's like, oh no, I'm just trying to be completely self-sufficient. And then like another another aside. I was at work the other day and I wanted to work and I went in feeling good because I wore a blue shirt that I know makes me look and feel good when I go into the office. And uh, two women that I work with, they were like Oh, look at you out here in blue. My immediate response was, what's wrong with, we, with me wearing blue? You know, I don't like, I mean, you know. Meanwhile, I wore the shirt because it made me feel and look good. They just complimented me for looking good and my immediate reaction was, what you mean? <laughs> what's, what's, what's going on? We, about to, we taking shots? Because I got some, let's go. So you petty, remember? Yes, yeah, so I'm petty. You know, I'm saying. So we had a question. Good. I was gonna ask. Um, so, who do y'all feel like who sets the standard in the relationship? Like in the beginning, um, and it's not. I'm not trying to divide anyone. No, 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 no. But I'm so, just saying because you know, like in order for somebody to reciprocate, or I'm asking, in order for somebody to reciprocate, what do they go off of? You know, or who decides? What we stand at is So I'll repeat the question for the for the panel. She said, "Who set who sets the standard in the relationship? Are we talking dating, relationship, or marriage, or all of it? All of it. Go ahead. I definitely say the man should should initiate because the thing is, is like you're supposed to be leaving your household, the pastor, your house. So you you need to at least get it. Like the woman is the heart of the home." Yeah. And you know, roles can be defined, but it's it should be start. The man should start that out. Like, mm -hmm. let's once a woman knows how do you want a woman to be submissive mm -hmm. if you if you cannot lead her in the direction y'all are supposed to go in. It doesn't mean that you're perfect mm -hmm. in that. Mm -hmm. Like, it doesn't mean just because I'm initiating mm -hmm. those those steps or those guidelines for us as a couple. But you you have if she's always doing that, then what does she submit to you? Mm -hmm. So, that part. so I, I think for me, uh, and I don't want to sound mean. No, go ahead. We want to hear it. I think for me, you set standards in a relationship, but when you're married and living with someone, I know from my perspective, I set boundaries. Mm -hmm. I start to set boundaries as far as like, okay, this is where we're going. This is how we're getting there. And this is, I don't need this. This is what I need. This is all I need you to do, right? And, and I know that's wrong for me is because, like we said earlier, is that I've got to allow her to room to grow. grow some of those boundaries. Mm -hmm. But those boundaries I've set for myself is because of the deeply rooted mm -hmm. trauma, mm -hmm. the deeply rooted hurt, the kind of the, the rejection, right? Mm -hmm. And for me, it's like sometimes, and I know you get, men can kind of relate, is that she'll say something. Right, that's totally different than what I'm thinking or the path I want to take. No, 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 we can't do that. 
We can't do that. So it's like I, I had to learn because I would. She would tell you I shut it down quick. Nah, we not doing that. We, I said just like nah, we not doing that. Rejection. We not doing that. We not doing it. But not only rejection, it's like we're not doing this your way. We're not, we're not doing this your way, and that's the way I took it. But it's almost like she's saying, hey. We're on the same page, mm -hmm. but the way you've been doing things is not working. So let me try to add, a, add an element <clears throat> to it, right? Mm -hmm. And that's one of the hardest things. And she came to me, and you, and, and I feel like sometimes you got to watch the tone, how you speak to each other. Mm -hmm. And she yeah. came out and said, hey, I feel like sometimes when you say no, it, 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 it shuts me down. Mm -hmm. And I didn't understand that. Right? I didn't understand that in the back of my mind, but I didn't say it. It's like, why don't you understand what I said was no? Right? <laughs> this is this is the way we're gonna do it. And, but I can't, I have to remember that, all right, this is my blessing. This is my my wife. I have to be able to understand and articulate what she's saying. But you also have to acknowledge, acknowledge her feelings. Exactly. Yeah. And that's what I'm learning too, is like yeah. I gotta acknowledge her feelings and like, okay. Wait, I've been doing it. We've been hitting this brick wall. All right, let me let me let me hear what she's saying. So I think for me at the beginning it was boundaries. Mm -hmm. So it, it, it's very and I feel like as men, standards and boundaries are kind of the same thing. And what I'm saying is that when you're with the right person, it's okay to be able to establish boundaries and standards together as long as you understand each other. I'm I'm gonna say as a woman. The wife. <coughs> so we have standards. Standards. Yeah. To me, standards and barriers are almost basically the same depending on how it's done. Yeah. But one thing I give my husband credit for is he allows me to be me. Yeah. A lot of women don't want to change their last name lately when they get married because they feel like they're going to lose their identity. And what I've been blessed with was a husband who, he literally, as you said yesterday, when he's not insecure about nothing. And that's what I appreciate. My husband, when I can come to my husband with an idea, my baby, I want to do A, B, C, and D. But what I would never do is take away my husband being the lead, the pastor, and my head in my home. Yeah. I will have conversations, but my husband gives me the freedom. Like Christ gives me that will yeah. to do what I desire to do. That's important. If I want to take a girl vacation, we can like have a good time. Yeah. You know, some of us we use our spouses as that, that scapegoat to get out of something. And my husband be real quick, don't we use it, babe? Go <laughs> yeah. I ain't going here, yeah. that's what I love about it. Yeah. You know, you see a lot of spouses that want to always be up under each other most of the time. Me and my husband totally different. He is cool watching his football game, and I am cool going out, kicking with the girls, having dinner. We are a straight. But I like it because, see, the standards we have is be yourself. And that's what I love. And he support being, allowing me to be myself. And that has allowed me to love him so much to be like, shoot, you can leave. Go right ahead. I'm about to sit back. But it was hard for me because, do you know, we grew up together. Let me tell you something. Having a man lead was my struggle because I had to do everything. But when God was like, no, this is your husband, okay, Jesus, you want me to let him do what? And my godmother, I think she young, but my godmother's one that was like, let him be the head. You can't nag him. If he goes do, if you ask him to wash the dishes and he don't put them back where they're supposed to go, just say thank you, Jesus, because he washed the dishes. <laughs> and for me, that was a little tough because you'd be like, but that's not where I put it. But you know what? You're right, God. Thank you, babe. I appreciate it. To where now, the status we have in our house is, the clothes gonna get washed when they get washed. He may wash them, I may wash them. We'll figure it out. The clothes get folded, we'll figure out who fold them. The kid needs to get to school, one of us will take them. So we don't have them standards no more because at the end of the day, life has taken over. Yeah. And But we had to grow in that though. Yeah. We, that's the biggest thing we had to grow. Yeah. I'm gonna let him go and then I said I want to say something. So you, you said who, uh, I think the question was, 
who sets the standard? And I think both of you should be setting the standard. Mm -hmm. Like I think uh, when you when you start your relationship, we were talking earlier about having your list. You should know what you are there for when you, before you start the relationship, because everybody up here, myself included, has just ended up in a relationship randomly, not knowing how they got there. <laughs> like yeah. just oh you know we, we we talk on a regular basis we'll just see what happens <laughs> it's cool we just talking you know then six months later you realize wait I've been talking quote unquote to this woman for six months and uh, you know some people's situation we've been talking for six months now we talking at the gynecologist's office how we get here you know we have no idea how we got here and you haven't set standards, you haven't set expectations, but now you are a whole father, a whole mother, a whole, you know, or, or a whole sugar, a sugar mama, a whole sugar daddy. You have no idea how you got there because when you first started, you didn't set the standard for, this is what I am looking for. This is where I'm expecting this to go. This is how we are going to move in a relationship for yourself. I was gonna say, you know, exactly what he said, I was gonna say the same thing. You have to, as a woman, you, you need to know what your requirements are. And as a man, you need to know what your requirements are because I'm talking dating-wise, right? Because that person you might be dating may not be your husband. That person you might be may not be your wife. So it's important to go in with those requirements and those expectations for both and figure out like, are you my husband? Or are you my wife? Because if we're not, we don't want to waste no time. Yeah. But you got to so go in like, intentionally. So I yes. feel like I, I agree. I would say that I think both people come in with their individual standard. Mm -hmm. And when we make the decision mm -hmm. to be in a relationship, mm -hmm. then the relationship makes sets the standard mm -hmm. for the relationship. Mm -hmm. And and oftentimes, because I don't have a standard, mm -hmm. I'll accept anything. Say it. Say it. <clears throat> I'll accept some attention and some good sex and some chicken because <laughs> that's what feels good, not recognizing this person. I and mean, if you think about that, this person is not, uh, the Bible says, the Bible says, I love fried chicken, God. Is that when God gave Adam Eve, he, he didn't call, he called her a suitable helper. So we usually say help meet, but he called her a suitable Helper, meaning she was his equal, and, and she was the thing that he needed in order to fulfill the assignment that God had already given him. So the standard has to be: you are a whole person, and you know who you are. I am a whole person, and, and I know who I am. And can we get together? And when we come together, do we make a whole relationship that can go and do the thing? that we were both purpose to do. Now, I do think mm -hmm. that in the terms of order as a man, that God has set an established order, yes. that man is the head. Come on. However, mm -hmm. I think we get that wrong too, yes. because Ooh. we take headship, meaning that we're the person who gets the glory and gets mm -hmm. to tell and have being in control yes. and tell everybody yes. what to do. Say when Say actuality, it. what headship is, is I am the one who has to stand in the place of authority, mm -hmm. the person who has to stand in the place of, 
uh, of the dip of of between the attacks mm -hmm. and my partner. Mm -hmm. I am the person who, when things go wrong, mm -hmm. I am the first person to stand there and get in trouble. I'm the person who, when when our relationship is wrong, God is going, hey. The way that you're doing this right now does not work. And you look at her like, but she did it. But you are the authority <laughs> in this relationship. Yeah, yeah. So you got to get it together. And right. it also means that I'm responsible for her. Mm -hmm. So right. if I don't know who she is and the purpose and destiny on her life, I can't plan a vision mm -hmm. for our family mm -hmm. if I don't know the vision for her. Mm -hmm. So if I enter into a relationship and I haven't taken the time to get to know who she is and say, okay, I know that God called her to be this. Mm -hmm. Me and my, my fiance got together. Mm -hmm. I already knew who she was. Yeah. I knew who she was. I told her who mm -hmm. she was. Mm -hmm. And all this time I've been like, so when are you going to do this? When are you going to do that? And she'll tell you. I say, like, so what's the yeah. next step and purpose for you? Mm -hmm. What you going to do next? Yeah. Because I know there's something greater God has for Come you. On, man. Because I recognize who she is. And I understand that I'm going to be in trouble with God yeah. if, if I don't do my job as the head to make sure that whatever is in her way from getting to where she's supposed to get, I don't get it out of her way. That's where headship comes in as men. But if you don't have a, a purpose and knowing where you're going, and he don't know who he is, and he ain't all all together, we can't come together and do this thing right. Because now we spend half of our relationship just trying to deal with each other's triggers and make sure that we doing the little stupid stuff. You know, not doing the stupid stuff that's just gonna piss each other off. Right. And the enemy just tap dancing all over your relationship. Like, go for it. When, when we're supposed to be, that's the word. We are in a covenant agreement. And our assignment is to be representatives of the kingdom of God, of the relationship between the Father, the Son, and the Spirit. And what did they say? Make them one. As we are one. That's what we're supposed to do. And that's how that's how you get to who sets the standard. Because the standard is that again that the relationship does it. Mm -hmm. And when the when we know who we are, the relationship can come together and we can go ahead and do the work that we're supposed to do together. Mm -hmm. So we're gonna go ahead and close that out. I really appreciate <laughs> really appreciate you guys' questions, really appreciate you guys on Zoom out there. Really appreciate the panel, uh, all their handles. Make sure you guys give them a follow. Each one of these guys um, have a unique voice, a message, uh, uh, just a blessing to know them. Uh, we won't even call it network, networking. I call it a family and a connection. Uh, so really appreciate it. Make sure you guys follow Let's Rock Podcast on all streaming platforms. Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. Uh, we're also available on Spotify and Google. I'm Philosophical from the Let's Rock Podcast. I'm out. Peace. I am uh, Jay Echo, and also follow Miss I Am Shatoria, yep. who uh, has hosted this event, this yes. beautiful event, yes. brought yes. all of us together so we could cut up an actual yes. <laughs> so, yes. round of applause. For Thank y'all. We out.